Remarkable accomplishments are happening every day on the Colorado Mesa University and Western Colorado Community College campuses. CMU Now is a monthly segment on the KAFM Community Affairs Hour, where we interview faculty, athletic coaches, and students to keep you up to date on all things CMU and WCCC. I'm Kelsey Coleman, along with my co-host David Ludlam. We have two guests on the show today, Bob Lang, who is the CMU Director of Diversity, Advocacy, and Health, and Associate Professor of Theater, Mo LeMay. Welcome to the show, you guys. Awesome. Thanks for having us. Great to be here. So as both of you know, classes start on August 17th, and there's been great collaboration happening between CMU and local medical experts and healthcare leaders so students can return to campus safely. So Bob, speaking of turning, returning to campus safely, uh, what is your title and how do you help students do that here at CMU? So my title incorporates a lot of different things, but basically I'm the counselor on campus. I also oversee the addictions counseling training program that we have here as well. Okay. And um, so I, in, in a sense, it all boils down to something really simple that it really is oriented towards helping and helping in any way I can. And I, I imagine as, as the school counselor, you, you kind of help people find meaning in their lives. And is that, has that been more difficult during this period of isolation? And is it easier as students return to campus for you to, for you to help them with that? I think that social isolation, social isolationism really has impacted all of us as individuals. And I think in a sense, because we're now addressing how we can kind of reconnect within this new normal, it's really important for us to be able to find ways that we can find that significance, purpose, and meaning in all of our lives. Uh, and I'm really glad that Mo's here with us today, too, because we can kind of talk about how art really kind of does provide us some of those opportunities, as well as athletics and other things that we're involved in. So being involved is really that aspect of, and how can we be involved with practicing social distancing and uh, self-quarantines and all those other types of things that are going on right now. Being involved, is that is that another way of saying connecting with people? And staying and, connected, okay. absolutely. And so it's hard to make those connections, even though we have uh, even... Um, expanded uh, the services that we provide to include telebehavioral health and uh, some of those other things that we've done through Zoom uh, educational platforms and Microsoft Teams, and which are all great tools. But again, those tools uh, are really just other ways that we can use to stay connected with other people. And it's, it's hard enough to connect with people, I think, just under normal circumstances. And like you said, I'm glad you referred to them as tools because I find them still, it's difficult to create meaningful connection. But do you think now that we're actually going to be on campus and students are coming back, that, that your job might get easier because you're actually able to help students connect with one another because of that, that proximity that's so important? Easier might be a difficult term to kind of describe our ability to kind of address those things. But I do think it makes us uh, in a position where we're able to connect more effectively with individuals. And so, again, all we do as uh, providers, as therapists, is really find ways to connect with people. And through that connection, it really is based on that helping and kind of that aspect of uh, even how it's uh, in my book that uh, just got published last year, Helping Foundations, um, kind of expanding that aspect of just really what it is that we do as therapists, but really kind of talking about helping in a general perspective. You are listening to CMU Now on KFM Community Affairs, and we are speaking with Bob Lang, who is the CMU Director of Diversity, Advocacy, and Health, and CMU Associate Professor of Theater, of theater Mo LeMay. Now, Bob, I want to ask you about community. You know, I, I've, I went to university. I know that when you step onto campus, you meet new people. You start to learn more about yourself and 
those people around you really kind of help you discover who you are as a, as a person, as a human. And so can you kind of talk about the students that come and talk to you about how community really matters for them here? Yeah, absolutely. And I think we've done a really effective job as a university. Uh, and it's outlined in um, our Mavs Take a Stand video that's on the Student Services website uh, and that we are all part of uh, the Mavly or our Mav family. And so I think in a sense that the sense of community that you talked about is really important. And for our abilities as individuals to feel a part of something bigger than ourselves is something that's really important. And Mo, I want to bring you into the conversation. Um, you, as a professor, have this connection with your students. And before we went on break because of COVID-19, I'm sure there was a lot of anxiety and fear with, you know, st with students being apart from this unit, everything that they've known university to be. And so talk us through that conversation that you've had with your students and this transition of, you know, leaving campus and now coming back full circle. Yeah, we had this strange thing. We were in the midst of the production of Fiddler on the Roof, which was this great box office success. <laughs> and I was so excited to see us get all the way uh, through the two weeks of that run. And then it was, I think, a week after that close that we were um, in lockdown and we were all sent away to home and were meeting each other on Zoom and fumbling around trying to figure out how to mute ourselves and unmute ourselves. <laughs> and, um, and it was very awkward. And it's amazing to me how how well I've adapted to the Zoom environment. Humans, if nothing else, are incredibly adaptable. And um, my students, um, when we went into the online format, they actually embraced being in a classroom together um, and there was no absences after we went into <laughs> into our online setting. But I also know now that I've been in conversation with a lot of them that they're super excited to get back in the same room with each other and see their friends and see their professors and see all the support um, that a community like this can provide. The Getting back in the, the same room together, I have a question for you about performing arts and it has to do with getting back into the same room together what is it about performance that connects people with emotion where you could watch the same thing on television or on your phone but when you're in a theater it doesn't bring tears to the eyes or the lump to the throat in the same way what is it about what you do your craft your discipline that that, that connects people well i i felt when I was running a theater company that I did not like even for us to have our microphones um, in the auditorium. Like I didn't like um, individual mics on actors because I felt it was a filter of electronic stuff that was happening between the ear and the and a voice. And there's all of this information that we gather as human beings that maybe the just the the flush of someone's face that we can't see in that digital environment or we can't and we we're sense we're highly sensitive beings that can sense i think feeling and thought um, in a live setting in a way that we can't really we it's it's limited in a um, in a online or virtual or or film setting that's not to say that film television, I can be deeply moved by it. Um, and that's certainly the case. But I think that collective experience of us 
joining together as a community and seeing something and having that shared experience and walking out of it and talking about it and talking with our families about what we've seen, that collective experience is fundamental to what it is to be a human being. So Mo, if, if in your experience in theater, even having a small microphone in between the audience and the performer can have an effect on that human connection. Um, Bob, I imagine that wearing masks is going to have probably a much bigger effect. How do you, what kind of things do you think we can do on campus as we all are wearing masks to, to protect our safety, to, to connect anyway, and to try to force through what the masks might do in terms of hiding our, our smiles or, our, or the things that, that Mo's kind of referring to that can be, can be blocked? Yeah, and that's one of the things I've experienced kind of wearing masks as well is that I love seeing people's smiles and with them wearing a mask, you can't see that. And so I think actually some of the protocols that are outlined by um, our Safe Together, Strong Together initiatives really are addressing some of those things. So even in this room, practicing social distancing and kind of making sure that people are symptom free and those types of things gives us the opportunity to not always have to have the mask on. Uh, and again, I think the masks provide us that sense of safety, but also uh, it's a tool and uh, how we use those tools can be used uh, to make sure all of us are staying safe. So we'll still be able to, to connect. We're just going to have to to be a little bit more creative about how we do it. That's correct. Okay. You are listening to CMU Now on KFM Community Affairs, and we are speaking with CMU's Bob Lang and Mo LeMay. Now. Mo- Oh, go ahead, Kelsey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I was just thinking, you know, with the arts, you know, from the beginning of time, it feels like that through challenges and difficulty and pandemics, the most creative people kind of put out their art and, and push through by being innovative and creative and, and building these, you know, these plays and like Shakespeare. Can you, can you kind of give us this outline of what you see for this semester and your students and how maybe that, that feeling inside is really going to produce something beautiful? Well, when we're, um, I feel like one of the great privileges of my life is to to have worked in this medium now for, I think you said you've been doing it for 38 years now, Bob, and I think I've been at theater for about the same length of time. Um, And the beauty of it for me is that it's the study of human beings, human emotion, philosophy, psychology, uh, social sciences, history, all in this incredible melting pot of trying to figure out what it means to be a human being and um, how to how to get through what is often a very difficult life. <laughs> and there's no way that we can get through a lifetime without us without suffering. It just it happens. And a lot of what plays are about is people going through difficult times and how they wrestle with their own personal difficulty. And so when I was a young person and I was felt isolated in my own suffering, it was art that was the thing that I grasped that got me through to the other side of uh, my curiosity, some healthy habits that I developed, um, some... Um, insights into the way that humans behave that I wouldn't have found if I was, wasn't in the theater. So it's been enormously meaningful to me in terms of uh, my own development. And I'm, I am told by hundreds, thousands of people that, it, it, you know, you go to a wedding, you go to, um, uh, to uh, someone's 
funeral. It's poetry, it's music, it's movement that is the thing that um, is that way of connecting to our eternal selves that gets us through um, those difficult moments. Is there is there a connection between in, in the literature, maybe Bob, or or even anecdotally, Mo, about artists and suffering, maybe more so than the average person. I mean, I just think about the list of celebrities in the last couple of years who have succumbed to to suicide, and um, it, tragically, is there some connection between being creative and having anxiety or or depression? And do the two of you, even working together on campus, see that, or is there something to that, or is it just you know kind of a cliche? I, th- I was just talking to Bob about this because I asked him the same question oh, okay. because I didn't really know because I have certainly, you know, we see these pop celebrity icons that have succumbed, wonderful actors and musicians. And so you start thinking that maybe that's the case. But you say, Bob, that that actually is not at all the case. No, it's not. And I think it's just because they're higher profile that it comes to light. Um, uh-huh. Actually, the professions that are more at risk for suicide than any other profession are the helping professions, physicians, dentists, counselors, um, uh, first responders. So those individuals are actually the more at risk uh, from the research standpoint. Well, there you have it, artist, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. Come be healthy with yeah, us theater yeah. artists. I did want to point out, though, that, uh, and Mo brings up a really good point, that actually there's even a, a discipline within the field of counseling that's called art therapy that really is kind of related to using those uh, same aspects uh, from a human perspective to kind of get in connection with um, not only ourselves, but that higher purpose and meaning and significance. Wow, thank you both. This conversation is amazing. I'm really glad you both are here to to talk about this. Well, you're listening to CMU Now on KFM Community Affairs, and we are speaking with Bob Lang, who is the CMU Director of Diversity, Advocacy, and Health, and CMU Associate Professor of Theater, Mo LeMay. Now we are going to be right back. Don't go anywhere. We're just going to take a short break. Welcome back to CMU Now, a monthly show where we talk about the remarkable things happening at Colorado Mesa University and Western Colorado Community College. We'd like to continue our conversation with CMU Associate Professor of the Arts, Theater Mo LeMay, and CMU Director of Diversity, Advocacy, and Health, Bob Lang. Bob, right before the break, you I think you used the term art therapy. Yes. Now, I've heard of I've heard of like animal therapy, but what is art therapy? Because I'm sure Mo's going to want to weigh in on this and and. I'd love to hear it from him, too, on what, how this might, you know, um, impact his students or be of value to his students now and in the future. So it really is just defined as a therapeutic tool to use with individuals who might be more expressive from an artistic standpoint to be able to help them connect uh, internally and externally to other people. So kind of like I liked how Mo talked about uh, how that provided him the opportunity as an individual to be able to have that ability to express the challenges and difficulties that we all experience as human beings. So in a sense, what art therapy does is it uses a number of different mediums, including paint, um, even as simple as mandalas or actually using uh, sculpting as a way of being able to have individuals express their emotions. And actually some of the um, best art that I am able to relate to is related to a lot of those aspects of uh, how that expressionism comes out uh, in whatever form it is. 
And Mo, have you ever heard of art therapy or have you ever encountered it in your career? Or? I, I feel like what I do is art therapy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Art is therapy. Uh, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. 100%. Um, I have heard the term. I'm not, uh, that isn't what I necessarily practice. Although I, you know, so much of what we're doing with students in a theater setting is exploration of our own thoughts and feelings and stories and um, interpreting them. And and sometimes those are used for the expression of art. And sometimes we're adopting somebody else's values and beliefs and experiences to um, express a different way of looking at the world. And sometimes it's very difficult to let go of our own beliefs and values in order to assume and to put our you know, feet into someone else's shoes. It's really interesting, Mo, that you talk about that because that's one of the basic foundations of helping Mm -hmm. is really being able to relate to other people. And so in a sense, being able to put yourself in somebody else's shoes is really the definition of what empathy is all about. And empathy really is the foundation of what helping is. And it's the definition of good acting as well, oddly. Um, You really have to, to be an empathetic person in order to be successful doing it. Yeah. Huh, that's amazing. So this connection between therapy uh, and, and and art and performance is is not only there, but it's incredibly strong and, and profound. And you, and the two of you, I guess, see that it, just working together and working on campus and working with students. I think there's so much about what I, I know what you're doing, Bob, and what we're doing just in in a studio or classroom, which a lot of a lot of it is just about focus and attention. It's about being able to um, have focus and attention um, and being able to control that to a certain extent. Because if I can't hold um, attention as an actor, my own attention, I'm not going to be able to hold an audience's attention. And so some of these skills are just, I think they translate into just good health habits. Um, So they're... For a long time, um, I've been practicing meditation. I I meditate for 20 minutes every morning. And we do that um, a lot of times as a warm-up to start up classes. And it's um, just a way of coming back to a particular point of focus. We let our thoughts go, and then we come back to a point of focus. This meditation of 20 minutes a day, or some people might might call it uh, prayer. And I think about the uh, construction going on out here for the CMU Center for Reflection that's coming up. I mean, both of you, do you see some value in having a place, a, re- a, re- a retreat for students as they come back to be able to to meditate, to, to focus, to think about um, themselves in relation to the cosmos, prayer, whatever you want to call it. I mean, is this going to be a valuable asset for, for both of you in, in your disciplines and what you do here at CMU? Absolutely. I, and I think, you know, and adding to that, um, that it's not only those practices, but I mean, kind of looking at it from a mindfulness perspective and kind of looking at those things from a standpoint where we're being more aware of not only ourselves, but the other people around us and how that awareness really does add to that safety of what we're trying to do on campus. And then we have this just, um, you know, in terms of mental health and meditation and, you know, so much of what um, I've, that helps me to stay clear and, um, I think somewhat healthy. <laughs> Some days are better than others. It's <laughs> just all. we have this incredible natural environment, um, and um, I also make it a practice to get out into it as much as possible because that uh, really helps ground me and in, in my um, healthy thinking and healthy healthy being. 
which also kind of ties into those same things in regards to uh, going out and playing golf and fly fishing for me. So it's <laughs> yeah. kind of the same thing. Exactly. Yeah, and I say that's one thing that our students, I mean, love about, you know, coming to Colorado Mesa University and WCCC is that we have this amazing landscape surrounding us and and how wonderful it is for their mental health to be able to just get out on a trail, get on a bike, go fishing, whatever whatever your thing is, like, they have access to that. And I think that, it's a to great me, it's thing. like that balance between the external and the internal. You know, like it's the, it's so much of the theater and what we're doing is really internal. It's really process oriented. You, you can get really in your head and inside your interior spaces, and then to get out into the exterior and and sort of let that go and um, just visit with the world around you. That balance of those things is really valuable. And especially in times now where we feel like the world is closing in on us, mm -hmm. it gives us the opportunity to be able to go out into those things. And David brought it up earlier about how we can kind of incorporate those things. And I think some of the things that I am the most successful at, at helping individuals do is being able to get connected to those activities that surround us that give us the ability to have that introspection, that reflection, that mindfulness and awareness about what's going on. Thank goodness for this location, right? <laughs> well, you're listening to CMU Now on KFM Community Affairs, and we are speaking with the CMU Director of Diversity, Advocacy, and Health, Bob Lang, and CMU Associate Professor of Theater, Mo LeMay. Bob, you had mentioned that uh, it feels like the world's closing in. If there are students who feel that the world's closing in on them as they come back to campus because of the isolation they've experienced or any other reason, how do they get in touch with you and, and what do they do to, to, to be able to, to visit with you and maybe make things better? So my office is permanently located at the Student Wellness Center. And for those individuals that don't know where that's at, it's across the, the tennis courts on Orchard Avenue. Um, and um, in a sense, that number, just so that everyone has access to that. And again, um, whether or not you're calling in or whether or not you want telehealth or whether or not you want to meet with somebody in person, we have those uh, support systems available here on campus. And that number is area code 970-644-3740. And Bob, I want you to talk about real quick about the benefits of really just getting your feelings out there, speaking whatever is inside and, and the health benefits of doing so, you know, not bottling it up, but being okay with letting it out. So I think Mo said it really well, uh, that finding a way of being able to have that mechanism that gives us the ability to express what it is that we're experiencing externally so that we can share that experience with others is really that idea of being able to be connected. Uh, so our ability to be able to do that through expressive arts, through performance arts, through uh, visual arts, uh, whatever that format might be, I think gives us all the ability to kind of, um, again, take what we're experiencing internally as human beings and kind of express that externally outwards to the other people that we're, that surround, we're surrounded with. And even if you don't have that outlet right now or you don't know what it is or maybe you've lost it, you know, talking with a mental health professional or someone in this field who can kind of guide you, you know, or, or just be that person that's listening to whatever you have to say in case, you know, he may have lost your way a bit. Because the number one public fear um, that we all experience as human beings is public speaking. And so in a sense, when you're addressing that, it really is empowering individuals so that they can get beyond. And I heard it the other day, and it fits so well, is getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. I love that. Yeah, I do too. And thanks for sharing with our listeners, you know, how and our students that might be listening, how they can get in contact with your 
mental health services. But we've learned today also that uh, Mo offers a different type of mental health service in, in, a, <laughs> in a way. How do you, wh- what do you have going on in the theater this fall? You know, we know we have new restrictions, but I hear that you have got a good lineup and there's a lot of, of things that people are going to be able to enjoy uh, and get their own different kind of therapy through the theater uh, department. What, what do you have going? Well, I think we just have we have both uh, entertaining stories and um, and transformative kinds of stories as well that we're going to be doing um, in our theater season and then in our we have uh, two dance concerts and we determined um, a couple of months ago that we were going to somehow or other figure out how to create all of this contact uh, content and we were going to create it and we might have to present it online. We might have to, we hope we can present a lot of it live, but um, uh, we're opening with a children's show uh, based on a book by Mo Willems called Naked Mole Rat Gets Dressed. (laughs) And it's super charming and fun about this little mole rat who decides that he likes to wear nice clothes and all the other mole rats are (laughs) very appalled by this idea. And so it's a charming little story and then I'm doing um, I'm directing She Kills Monsters and we're collaborating with the um, film animation and photography department on campus to help tell that story so some of these silos that we've had you know we're just doing theater just doing theater and suddenly now because of COVID in a way we're actually um, working with some of the other departments to to collaborate in telling stories so it's pretty exciting. Okay. Well, I know we're we're running short on time, but I'm, I'm wondering if you might each kind of touch on on something we started with. I think I heard each of you say it in a different way, um, but you know, life is is difficult. Um, it's challenging. Um, I think Mo, you had said it, you know, earlier in your life as a young person, you experienced uh, suffering. Like, why is it so difficult to talk about life being difficult and 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 having challenges? And, and how can on campus, whether we're using performing arts or whether, Bob, you're providing counseling, how can we get students, as, as Kelsey was kind of getting at, to, to, to utilize these tools to feel better and to do more good in the world? That's a question that I've been asking of our profession for <laughs> 38 years now. And I, and I think it really is a simple way of um, uh, just doing whatever we can to reach out to those individuals to let them know that uh, we're here to support them whether it's through the theater program or whether it's through the counseling services that we provide. Yeah, I think that just going back to that connection thing, that's just the, it's the, the main thing. I, I heard this poet uh, recently say um, that there's this phrase, the future is in your hands, and she said, uh, she translated that to the future is in your mouth, so that the words that you say have a lot of power. And I think part of what we're teaching students in the theater is that Words do have power and meaning, um, and we are. Uh, the more we can refine, the more we can shape, the more we can um, get feedback from peers about you know what it is that we're doing. Um, I think the the brighter and more positive our our collective futures can be. Yeah, yeah. and I think that adding to that with our. Mavs Ask, even our Mavs Ask program, where we're approaching, speaking up, and kind of knowing how to get connected people to resources. Because being part of that family, being part of the Mavly here on campus, gives us the ability to, if we see somebody who's hurting, if we see somebody who's struggling with those types of things, then we know that we can kind of get them connected to those supports. 
Yeah, and I think, you know, that's a, that's a good point you both make that we all are in this together, right? Like this is a crazy time for everybody and it's it's a di- it's different for everybody, but we're all having these internal thoughts, these internal feelings and that, you know, as a Mavly and as a community as a whole, like we are here for each other and we have these great resources available and I think it's a really great thing to to remember. Well, this segment airs on the second Tuesday of each month on KFM Community Radio. Thank you both for coming along and talking to us today. We really appreciate it. Thank, yeah, thank you. you so much. Yeah, I enjoyed it. You can I also- feel better myself. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> I, I do as well. Thank you both. You can also listen to a podcast of today's show on kfmradio.org. I'm your host, Kelsey Coleman, along with my co-host, David Ludlam. And we will be back next month with another edition of CMU Now on the Community Affairs Hour.